92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where. Just rubbing up, cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, Gentlemen, what you're about to witness is no illusion. And now we got the base. Morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Today on the radio show, let's see what we got. We got Chris Harrington straight up 10 o'clock. We got Carl Fishman, our, our man, Carl Fishman, our man in Washington, D.C. at 1030. Uh, Jeffrey, we have a lot to get to before then. Um, including the Memphis Tigers adding another player shortly after we went off the air yesterday, actually. Tiafeo Leonard um, has been added uh, from MTSU. Uh, another. Do you think Penny I'm, – I'm, I have a new – I'm thinking of a new I – mean, Penny has served him well, but I'm thinking wing guru. What, 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 you, the wing guru. That's a team with all wings. I'm pretty sure that name's trademarked, right? Oh, you think it's taken? Yes, you I think, think taken. that name is taken. Uh, added uh, by another former basketball player added, from the University of Memphis. Added yet another wing. Uh, this one, an extraordinarily athletic wing, six-seven uh, guard from MTSU. Modest numbers. Modest numbers, but uh, but uh, considered a legitimate NBA prospect a borderline NBA prospect because of his athleticism and uh, defensive potential. So uh, that happened. Uh, and, uh, and, and you'll be glad to know that Mel Kuyper Jr. has another mock draft out. And uh, did you see, by the way, that Bryce Young is now, it was C.J. Stroud for forever, the favorite to be now. is the betting fa- is Bryce Young now the betting favorite. So I was, that's exactly what I was looking at. Uh, CJ was CJ Stroud was definitely the betting. Now favorite the last mocks week. are all swinging. I saw two mocks today, one by Albert Breer and one by Mel Kiper. By the way, only seventeen days until the uh, until the until the NFL draft. Both of them have Bryce Young going to Carolina. Do you think it's actually? changing or do you think they don't know or do you think people are just getting a a keener sense of what they're going to do like they were guessing before because hey cj stroud's big and frank reich likes big quarterbacks or bigger and frank- I, I don't think the betting market would have swung that that significant has it I, swung it, well when it originally went to originally it was bryce young then to cj stroud correct and then when it swung to cj stroud i don't think that was just purely because well, not of purely putting right. Oh, the mocks are saying this. I, I don't. That's okay, usually so the, not how well, that the works. Well, the mocks are now saying Bryce Young. At least the recent mocks seem to be saying Bryce Young. And so I'm wondering if the betting markets are uh, swinging as well. Um, anyway, we have a lot to get to. We'll probably do believe it or not in the next segment in order to be able to 
knock off some of these uh, many topics that we have to get to. And then once it looks he- like the odds. Have, I'm trying to see what date. I'm trying to see when this was listed. All right, right now they're still showing. This was updated yesterday. They're still showing CJ Stroud at minus three hundred and Bryce Young at plus two fifty, which is anyway. Uh... So we're going to play Believe It or Not, then we're going to do Chris Harrington, and then Charles Fishman. It is the day, Jeffrey. It is the day. We will learn the Grizzlies' opponent. Tonight on TNT, the Lakers play the Timberwolves. Um, As far as developments on that front, Rudy Gobert suspended. Um, we, I think yesterday, I think we should have called that. I, I didn't. Maybe you did. Maybe you were quietly calling it. But it does feel like it's the only thing they could have done. And I should have called that yesterday. Yesterday I was I was thinking, well, they've, they've already apologized. Maybe they're planning to move on. They do have, a, even if they lose to the Lakers, they have another play-in game, um, another opportunity to get into the playoffs. And so if you looked at the tweet from Woj explaining what happened, it just felt like, well, first of all, what was interesting is that they, they heaped a fair amount of blame on Kyle Anderson. Like, the organization is not happy with Kyle Anderson, repeatedly calling him a B, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what are you going to do when Rudy Gobert takes a swing at him? It felt like they thought they would have no credibility, not just with the broader world, but in the locker room if they didn't suspend him. Yeah, I don't actually think they would have cared about the credibility of the broader, broader world. world. I it's think the, the fact room. that they were worried about Okay, if we don't do something, something. I mean, yet again, shocking, Rudy Gobert is not a popular guy in his locker room. Right. Uh, so anyway, so Rudy Gobert will not be playing. You know how we've refer- referred to previously the uh, the panel of experts that the ESPN always assembles mm. for predictions? Well, the panel of experts has assembled for predictions um, about the play-in games. All right? In the, I hear you, hear you. Have you looked at these panels and their results? I have not. Okay. Heat and Hawks, the panel, there were 17 people in the panel of expert, Heat and Hawks. What do you think the, the, the how, what was the split between how many picked Ooh. the Heat oh, I got and how many split. Okay. picked the Hawks? Well, you can tell me who wins first. Who, well, who I mean, obviously, I think they're going to pick the Heat. They picked the Heat. Of the 17, how many picked the Hawks? Three. Zero. Okay. Zero. Zero. It was yes. It was even more than I thought. It was even more. Yeah. You 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 certainly mm-hmm. you had the right idea. All right. Um, of the Bulls and Raptors, seventeen. Weirdly enough, they don't have seventeen for all of them. So seventeen for Bulls and Raptors. How many picked the Bulls? How many picked the Raptors? All right. Well, first gonna, of all, who wins? I'm going to say the Raptors definitely win. Raptors win. Yeah. I'm going to say this one's going to be like 12-5. Yeah, very good. 11-6. to six. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma City and the Pelicans. This one, for some reason, only 16 experts. 16, okay. one, one, one of the experts must be related to a Pelican and recused himself. Or, yeah, or that, maybe it was it was one of the experts was like covering them. Pelican yeah, or exactly. Something. Good yes. point. Uh, OKC and the Pelicans. Who do you think they picked? They picked the Pelicans. They clearly picked the Pelicans. What was the split? I'll say... It's 16. Okay, out of 16, I'll say 12-4. Very, very good. 11-5. Yeah. 11-5 in favor of the Pelicans. And that brings us to the uh, game of the night. The Lakers and the Fighting T-Wolves. Literally. 17 experts were asked to predict who would win this game. Who do they think would win the game, Jeffrey, first of all? Lakers, obviously. Lakers, obviously. I'm going to go for it. Clean sweep. Clean sweep. Exactly yeah. right. 17-0. oh. So. Get ready. I think you better. Mind you, what the hell? Like like it matters, yeah. Like it, like it matters. Just, you know. Carl Anthony Towns scores 42 points. Whatever. Like it, 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 it will. We'll, and to be clear. If you're picking the Timberwolves at this current form, yeah, yeah, who, isn't there like who a, would pick the Timberwolves? Like, isn't there just like a oh, I'm just gonna zig when they zag? Like that's a contrarian pick, right? There's no reason to pick the Timberwolves. Well, my, the way I would say it is, okay, forget a point spread. 
If you just literally had to bet your life on which one, which you would, one of these teams would win the, the game, Lakers. you would every, pick the every Lakers. Every single person, and you could, and it's funny. It makes it look like, oh my God, it's seventeen to nothing. Right. It's just each individual making a pick. Correct. You could assemble five hundred people, right. to make the same pick, and all five hundred people should pick the Lakers. Yes, should be five hundred to zero. Doesn't mean they're going to win, and it doesn't exactly. Mean, it, but but it's just. If you're an individual with a brain right. and you can only pick one of these two teams, you're going to pick the Lakers. Yes. All right. Um, so there you go. By the way, on the other series, let's since we have you here, since I have since since I have you here, um, I don't know have, if you know this, Jeff. We I have here, to be here. Clippers Suns. Fourteen experts voted on that one. Who do you think they? Picked All right, there? Clippers Suns. Obviously, they're going the Suns. They did pick the Suns. Okay, I'll say so all seventeen again. That's four. There are fourteen experts. On fourteen this one. on this one. Um, I'll say like eleven three. It's fourteen zero, and it's the same theory. Like, why yeah. would anyone pick the Clippers? Yeah. It, you know, it now if you asked one individual who's going to win, they might say, "Oh, I think there's a sixty-five percent chance that the Suns win." Right. And so it, it appears, it looks like 14-0, 100% chance. That's not what it is. It's just, it's it's 14 different people saying Correct. it could be 55-45 in their minds, but they're all ultimately settling on the Suns. Golden State, Sacramento, 15 experts. All right, so they're obviously picking the, they're obviously picking the Warriors. Right. 15 experts. I'm going to say there's going to be someone, I'll say like 13-2. Nailed it. Okay. And I think your thinking is exactly right. Like, there you can at least make an argument. Right. The There's Warriors are terrible gonna, at yeah, home. Terrible at uh, terrible on the road, yeah. whatever. Sorry, exactly the Warriors right. are terrible, terrible on the road. Terrible on the road. You, yes. you can make an argument. There's really no argument you can make on behalf of the Timberwolves. So, right. And there's not much argument you can make on behalf of the Clippers versus the Suns. Knicks, Cavs. Who are they picking? 15 experts. All right. I'll say they pick the Cavs. Yep. And then I'll say... 9-6. 11-4. Okay. And finally, Nets, Sixers. Who are they picking? How many How many uh, uh, 15 experts? 15 experts. You could tell me Sixers, this Sixers, Nets. 15-0? 15-0, yeah. For the, the Nets. Same, same theory. Or for it's the, the same for theory. The, yeah. Okay, Sixers. has anything... I don't know how our poll yesterday when we were choosing mm-hmm. who we wanted. I don't know how it turned out, but it turned out in favor of the Timberwolves. Is there anything that you heard, thought about, Occurred to you, whatever else yesterday, to change your mind on this. You were Timberwolves, right? Mm-hmm. You were Timberwolves. Yeah. No. You, you ever seen? You ever seen me get swayed like that? <laughs> no. Uh, they were talking. Hold about, on. Hold on. The, the popular they, sentiment. They were, gonna... they, they were talking about this series uh, on the morning show this morning, and Max weighed in, and he had something to say about Ja. Let's hear that. We will hear that now. Think of how it's going for Ja for a second. I know, well, the narrative is not that he can't play. It's that he's getting into trouble. But this, especially in the United States of America, boy, we reward winning differently. It erases the sins, right? It, it amplifies anything United good about States you. United States of America. So if Ja Morant were to win finals MVP this season, that whole thing about, oh, now he can't be the face of the league. Oh, yeah? Could you imagine what that's going to look like if he wins? All right, so that was that was Finals MVP. First of all, it is interesting. If it is a hundred percent true that what you do on the court shouldn't necessarily it, it, it does not redeem what you did off the court. Not not that he needed some kind of grand redemption or whatever, but but to the extent that there is that that that. There's some uh, ground to be made up with this off-the-court behavior. What you do on the court shouldn't be what redeems you, right? What reclaims your reputation in that regard. But it does. Like, look at Kobe. Like, Kobe had the the rape allegation, Mm -hmm. and that didn't ever go away. What happened is he was great at basketball. And he changed his number. And he changed changed his number. Mm -hmm. And so... um, the things shouldn't necessarily one shouldn't relate to the other, but they 100% do, right? We we tend to reward winners, and so I was interested in Max's comment because, of course, winning the finals and being finals MVP would would elevate Ja and reclaim his reputation. 
Is is Ja going to get a Nike Tiger campaign uh, winning cures all? What was the Nike Tiger campaign? Was so there, remember, was Ni- Nike was basically the only sponsor that stuck with him. Okay. After the scandal, and after he went away, Nike started a campaign. It was very weird. It was like Earl Woods talking to him, but Earl had died at this point, and so but it was like winning cures all, and that that was See. like the whole message. I, I guess my larger point is, in terms of this first round series. Mm-hmm. Is there an opportunity? And I would suggest this, that if the Grizzlies get the Timberwolves and Ja goes off against the Timberwolves mm-hmm. and they beat the Timberwolves, whatever, in five games, yeah, that does nothing for Ja. Completely agree with you. Right? Yes, I completely agree with you. If the Grizzlies get the Lakers mm-hmm. and they beat the Lakers in however many games mm-hmm. and Ja averages 28, 32, whatever it is, yeah. and it, which I presume he would, it's not finals MVP like Max is talking about, but I still think it has some of the same impact. It absolutely gets people to start forgetting about the other stuff and reminded about this stuff. We, we see it, honestly. Like when Jock came back in that first game back and he does the ridiculous dunk, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean what happened at the shoe store didn't happen at the shoe store. You're just reminded of why you fell in love with John in the first place, Correct. right? And I do think... A series against the Lakers of the sort that Ja is capable of having just takes the focus off this other thing and puts the focus back on the thing that made Ja magnificent to begin with. Yeah, to be clear, if you're going to offer me the Grizzlies are going to win their first-round series in five games regardless of who they're playing, well, duh, I would sign up for the the Lakers. I just think that they're more likely to lose. Yes, they're more likely to lose to the Lakers than they are to yep. the Timberwolves as currently constructed. And and as and we obviously we discussed this at great length yesterday. If you win this series, the show will come. Presumably next series against uh, the Golden State Warriors. I mean, you're, if you listen to the experts, you're probably more qualified to speak on this. But if the if the Lakers win tonight, it's the biggest Grizzlies playoff first round series ever, right? Oh, it's certainly. I mean, the I only mean, other one was the Clippers one, but that was more of like a rivalry. But it, I'm yeah, talking no. about in terms of oh no 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 this the attention clearly. of the NBA. This is the biggest series of the NBA. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, there's no question. And 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 you could make an argument that this series would get more attention. I don't know. Like some of those great Oklahoma series got, ultimately got attention. The it's it's sort of interesting. The that when you look at the Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm. that obviously gets attention. Right. It's a Western, it's the Western Conference, Conference Finals. Finals. Yes. But you're also swept. Right. <laughs> so it got attention for about two games. Yeah. And to me, like... And then it became wildly the big, anticlimactic. I mean, the big... Like, that, to me, like, that's the question. Like, is this the biggest playoff series ever? Well, like, in terms... Will this be the most watched ever? I think so. I'd have to go back and look at the numbers because some of those... Like, some of those, it's a different time in TV viewing. Right, different time in TV viewing. But I do wonder, like, how many of the... I mean, I presume all the Western Conference Finals games were, you know, they were they, they were, were all, the only game. They, they were, were all ABC. ESPN. Oh, ESPN. Yeah. Maybe, maybe somewhere ESPN slash ABC, but they were ESPN. Anyway, um, I'll be watching. And how actively will you be rooting? Like, are you going to be, like, sitting there going, I'm not going to be rooting for this like it's the Bills in Kansas City or something. I, don't, I won't be on the edge of my seat. I'll be watching it, and I'll be interested. And if it gets close, I'll be rooting for the Timberwolves. But I'm not going to be depressed if, uh, if, Golden, I mean, if the Lakers win. Yeah, I think because I'm just at the – I've just accepted at this point they're playing the Lakers. Right. Like – Okay, I'm willing to be pleasantly surprised, but I just don't think that will be the case. All right, we, uh, in addition, uh, Chris Harrington every year identifies the top 50. This is no mean feat. Uh, it's a triumph, and you can read about it at the Daily Memphian. This takes discipline. Well, what he does, like how could you even begin to go back? Like as I went back, the top 50 moments in the Grizzlies season. Uh, you, you. The only way he does it is as he goes through the season. Yeah, he keeps a running log. Is he keeps a running log? This sure. is a great moment from this game. I'll put it in, and here's the video and whatever yeah. else. So there is at the Daily Memphian uh, <laughs> from fifty to number one, 
a listing of the greatest moments in the this particular Grizzlies season with videos of all of them. I'll tell you what struck me. What struck me is there wasn't a clear to me one, two, three, four, five, any of it. Was there to you? Like last year, like you had the you had the Steven Adams pass to Ja, right? Mm-hmm. Like that you knew 100%. I don't know where it was, but it was going to go in the top five. Yeah, because you had never seen something like that. Not only was it like a ridiculous pass, it was Ja falling out of bounds. It was one of those like you just – It was like that's – Yes. I don't, I don't think it's as clear at all this year. And I'm here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna give you the top five. So uh, counting down. Can we do it that way? Mm-hmm. Counting down. Uh, here is uh, number five. But they had to make a comeback. Listen to these fans. I've said Dallas had one to give. The Grizzlies have one to give. They're over the limit. Are. The Mavericks and Tyus Jones hits the first of two. Had to be proud to let the people listen to the Roddy chants that were going on. It's so happy. I cannot tell you how happy. One thing that we talk about every game is we're going to have a smile on our face no matter what. And for him to be able to have the smile, but the smile is because he has affected a win for this Memphis Grizzlies team. All right, so that's the David Roddy game. Big body Roddy scores 17 points, lead a fourth quarter comeback win over the division rival Dallas Mavericks. And here's a sold-out crowd chant. His name and folk hero-making moment, David Roddy, 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 Roddy. Roddy. His mom was there, too. That was cool. That's a sweet, great moment. Yeah. But what's interesting is, you know what was number 15 on his list? 15 on his list was Josh scoring 28 and a quarter against the Lakers. Right. Isn't that bigger than a David Roddy game is sweet and cute and sentimental. Yeah. But is that really bigger than 28 points in a quarter against the Lakers? I mean, they were going to lose that game probably without Roddy. All right, here's number four. Number four. uh, You're going to have to set the scene on this this one. one, It's not as clear. Yeah, it's not as clear. This would be uh, they get the Bucs. As you remember, the Bucs are coming in here. And uh, they are the best team in the NBA, and the Grizzlies blow them out by 41, and the crowd, with the bench, starts to do the wave. Look at this. (laughs) Wow. I often say one of the charms of this job is is you never know what you're going to see when you come to the building. Yeah. I, I, that's one of the themes, I think, of this particular moments. moments, is they're all, a lot of them are, like, it's not just a jaw dunk over Jakob Pertl. You right. know what I mean? It's, it's the David Roddy game springs up. It's, oh, my God, they beat the Bucks and all, and it's the joy. And it's the joy that, by the way, that before all this jaw stuff happened, people used to totally associate with this, and I still think in Memphis do, with this franchise, right? It's that. And um, and so we had the Roddy game is an example of that. The Wave is an example of that. And honestly, here we have uh, Luke Kennard with 10 three-pointers against the Rockets. Again, like, what happened on this given night? Did we have any idea something like this would happen and it would be this much fun? Here's that. Left elbow, Morant to the top, Kennard, three on the way. Another one for Luke Kennard, a new franchise record. Ring it up and put three on the board for the 10th time tonight. Luke Kennard has 30. Even he shakes his head. 10 of 11 for Kennard. Um, that, that was, I know the opponent has to factor in some case in the Rockets. Like when the Grizzlies need a, a good three-point shooting night, the Rockets are always there for you. Like they can really boost your numbers. Right, no, but that but was that was insane. <laughs> insane. That was insane. I uh, I think this was my personal, perhaps favorite, and this is the uh, Dylan Brooks Draymond Green uh, game where Brooks scores on Green, and then they have this stare down. And honestly, it started the Grizzlies turnaround. Like it started the Grizzlies. They at, that's the moment when. A lot of folks around the city were suggesting doom and gloom. 
Oh yeah, right? no, you can make the the point. That it was the, a Thursday night game against the Warriors. It's the low Grizzlies, point, low point, and they started like, and that's like we're gonna play with who we got. And then Draymond Dylan. obviously did the the podcast. Yeah, exactly. About, yeah. All of that, and they're like, "Screw you!" Like we're 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 still the Grizzlies. Here's that. For Bain, and then now oh, another steal. Brooks by Green puts it up and in. Oh, and they're talking. They're discussing the podcast. Green won't have any of it, and Brooks wants to try to light the fire. A 17 to four Memphis Grizzly run. After the Warriors had fought back from 20 down to come to within six. <laughs> oh, hey, both of them kept their cool. Said I, uh, Jared, he said, I, I'm not subscribing to your podcast, <laughs> but I heard what you said. <laughs> uh,. I think that was it. I think that was number one for me. Uh, but uh, the, uh, the 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 nine of the ten top moments, and again, you can look at the whole f- list of fifty, all fifty, all the highlights over at the Daily Memphian. I think I've tweeted it out. I meant to. If not, I will as soon as uh, we go to break here. Um, this one happened in Indianapolis on a Saturday night, and yes, it was John Morant around and all down the screen gets by two defenders. He dunks right on top of Jalen Smith and cocked that thing behind his head three feet, threw it down. The fans are buzzing, and they should be. That may be the dunk of the year. Morant just hammers one home, and they are still a buzz inside Gainbridge Fieldhouse. <sighs> when so you can it. hear the, the – as, as Eric's crowd, pointing out, yeah. like, that buzz yeah, – a, it's on the road. It's on the road. Yes, that's a huge part. Now, granted, like it's not in Golden State, and I'm sure anyone would. But I mean, any that, road crowd it was just would have the, reacted the when same way. You can way. hear everyone talking to one another. Did you see that? Can you <laughs> right. believe that? Oh my God! And that is one of the things that the NBA delivers. Regular season NBA. I don't honestly think in a, in a regular season NFL game, if the opponent does something great, magnificent, incredible. You don't, like, buzz in a happy, oh, my God, I'm glad I would just witness that. It just sucks. Anything they do sucks. That's good. But here, the stakes are sufficiently, eh, and and, and one basket is sufficiently, eh, that you can pause and appreciate spectacular, just anything spectacular, right? I, I think it's a slightly different deal. Maybe it's like watching Mark McGuire hit home runs if you're the home, you know, mm-hmm. or if 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 you on when he was on the road or something like that. It's a different deal. There is an appreciation of spectacular plays by opponents. That- no, I think you're right. The best comparison is an opponent hitting a big home run in against your team, like in the regular season. In the obviously, regular season, yeah, obviously, the playoffs. In the playoffs are just crushing. I think the problem is. Like a with football, we we are incredibly overdramatic, and every play feels like the the biggest play of all time. So like when somebody makes a big grab on third down, you've convinced yourself that's the end of the world. There's so much scoring, and there's so many games in the NBA. You're like, all right, that was awesome, right? Eli make who who catches who who's the helmet catch? Who's the helmet? David catch? Tyree. If David Tyree makes that catch in the regular season game against the Patriots, yep. the, in, in in Foxborough, yep. The Patriots fans aren't like, oh, did you see that? Correct. They're just like, double burn. Yes, oh, yes. You know, 100%. Like there's, no, there's no appreciation of excellence on the part of the opponent. Anyway, the top 50 are up. Tom still better. At the, uh, at the Daily Memphian. Obviously, the truth of the matter is the moment that everyone will remember from this season was at a strip club in Denver. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true, right? Yes, I think, yes. That's the one that will be remembered more than any other. I don't believe it was included in this uh, particular. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that was the theme. Uh, it was on the court. It was on the court. It was on the court stuff. Uh, anyway. All right. We will uh, we'll come back. We'll talk to Chris about this list and about more when we talk to him straight up at 10 o'clock. We got uh, Charles Fishman and Amran in Washington, D.C. at 1030. We're going to play Believe It or Not coming up next. I will tell you right now, there is a new, faster, less expensive way to get a home loan here in Memphis. It is Loan Pronto. LoanPronto.com. Game changer. It it started by a guy who worked in the banking business who uh, said, this is 
crazy how complex this is, how long it takes, how expensive it is. And so he started Loan Pronto. All digital platform makes it incredibly easy, very little paperwork. Um, They do complete refis and everything else or home loan. You need a home loan. They do that. But I also have an express equity line of credit program. So if you want to keep your existing mortgage because the rate's low, and but you want to tap into some of the equity in your home to whatever, pay off the credit cards that you're paying ridiculous interest on, you can do that at Loan Pronto. Just give them a call at 901-589-2155, 901-589-2155, or LoanPronto.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS, 1661781, subject to lender approval. Back in a moment, it's Jeff Gawkins, show 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Just a quick with BetQL. We got an early leader in the books for a Major League Baseball trend to bet. It's the Chicago White Sox overs. The White Sox are currently 8-2-1 and one to the overs so far this season, mostly because their pitching has been terrible. A 6-8-0 ERA, while their offense is potent enough to put up five runs a game on average. Add bad pitching to good hitting, and it's not rocket science. You're going to have a lot of overs if this continues. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a layback Sunday afternoon. Have you noticed that most ice creams now come in smaller cartons? Not Bluebell. We're still making a full half gallon and a full pint of tasty goodness. Bluebell wouldn't have it any other way. The good old days are being made right now. If thrilling slot machine action is your game, the all-new Southland Casino Hotel is just the place. With a two-and-a-half football field-long casino floor, Southland offers the most Buffalo and Dragon Link slot machines in the Mid-South. Our new Buffalo range section is home to hundreds of the most popular Buffalo slot titles. Plus, we feature Dragon Link, Dragon Cash, and other fiery favorites. With 2,400 machines to choose from, slot some time in your day for Southland. Plan your trip at southlandcasino.com. Must be 21+. plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state that you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, you'll both receive a $50 bonus. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. Again, That's the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789.
Eight, nine. Hey, Kathy, you know, I really love my personal price plan with State Farm, and so I'm going to go and admit it. I really love soft jazz, you know, that Kenny G stuff. Steve, you don't need to get that personal. The State Farm personal price plan helps us together create an affordable price just for you. Well, I want to tell everybody about State Farm's personal price plan. Call Kathy Thurman Edwards, the agent on Brookhaven Circle. 901-767-7744. I'm not as cute as Jake, but I'm better looking than a lizard. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates. It's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. This is your captain. You may have noticed my new haircut on your way in. Wanted to look my best. Getting the new passport photo taken at Staples. In and out in ten minutes. And while I'm there, I can grab travel size body wash. Maybe a shower cap. Don't want to mess up the new do. Staples has everything you need to travel. 10-minute passport photos, luggage, headphones, even personal travel items. And now at Staples, get 20% off your in-store purchase when you buy any travel service. Get all set to jet and save at Staples. Offer ends 429. In-store only. Exclusion supply. You've got a leaky flat or metal roof on your commercial building and they're saying you need a new roof? No, no, no. Just call Joe. Joe Stallmaker, that is. 901 Waterproofing and Roof Coatings. They can restore your existing roof with a quality coating system and can save you up to 70%. The roof coating systems extend the life of your roof and come with a 5 to 15 year leak free warranty so you get the benefits of a new roof without the huge expense. So call Joe Stallmaker today, 901-287-1923 or visit 901waterproofing.com <clears throat> Mom, Dad, Sis? Here we go again. Why are you in a suit? Picture, if you will, a world with the best network imaginable. I'm talking about the Xfinity 10G network. Go on. Mom, remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online? Now you can binge. And Susie, we'll have fast internet in the basement. Nice. If you have any questions, here's my card. This is just your name on a gum wrapper. Introducing the 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through April 23rd, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity internet during our limited time Xfinity 10G network launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. It's Tuesday, but if it's Tuesday, Jeff, what does that make tomorrow? That'd make it Wind Down Wednesday, Jeff. That makes tomorrow Wind Down Wednesday. That's exactly right at Bounty on Broad. Wind Down Wednesday. Every Wednesday, half-price bottles of wine, half-price glasses of wine. Looks to be a beautiful week. Absolutely beautiful week. So get out there and enjoy your city. Enjoy half-price glasses and bottles of wine at Bounty on Broad. Get the fried oysters while you're there. Have a night of it. Bounty on Broad, beautiful restaurant, fabulous food. 410-813-1410-813-12519. Broad Avenue. All right, Jeffy, let's play Believe It or Not. Now it's time for Believe It. Believe. believe. I don't even know if I believe. No, I'm a believer. Or not. Believe it or not. On the Jeff Hawkins Show. 
Memphis Tiger basketball fans should be pleased with uh, the transfer portal haul that Penny Hardaway is bringing in. Believe it or not. Yeah, I say I believe that. Sounds very equivocal to me, Jeffrey. Uh, You've added, yes, Caleb Mills didn't have uh, a tremendous experience at Florida State. I'm willing to say that that entire team experience was, a hideous. was, was right. miserable. You bring in you bring in a veteran perimeter player, and you've added. I, I don't necessarily feel like the transfer portal additions last year, other than Kendrick, you weren't really all that pleased. But by the end of the year, most of those guys, I think, actually exceeded the expectation that I have for them. So I'm kind of in the I'll trust the process here. Well, wait, it is interesting. Um, I think trust the process is fine. I, I think that's a perfectly good way to look at it, right? Penny always has players. Trust the process. He's adding players, each of whom on their own, like they're all intriguing for different reasons. Caleb Mills obviously is a, you know, established as a track record, as an effective uh, college guard. There's no question about that, right? Um, he was supposed to be the better player than Marcus Sasser. Yeah. So, um, so, you, so, so. We've seen Nick Jordan as a valuable rotation piece, would seem like, right? You, you would think so. Jonathan Pierre, you can dream as big as you want. 6'9", shooter with all kinds of skills, right? A little bit of a project. It's interesting. Both he and Tiafeo Leonard, who is the, the newest one from MTSU, it's the tools, right? Yes. It, it's the tools. You're like, oh, what could be? There's what, there's kind of an NBA draft. What could be here? Yeah, with element uh, here. Yeah, with Leonard, he's six seven, athletic as crazy athletic. Um, I mean, if you're someone who gets excited by looking at highlights of prospects who you've recruited, you know the, the, the there are highlights that can excite you. It's interesting though. You mentioned the last class because it feels like. I mean, you want Kendrick, right? You want, For sure. You want Kendrick. And it does feel like this group is more the Kanta Kennedy, McCadden. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that it's it's that level. Certainly players who played at that level of competition, fundamentally. Yeah. Um, and so it's not Caleb Love. No. You know? It's not Sonogo. Like, it's not it's not the biggest dudes on the on the market. It's just not. And is that what is that what reality is for Penny? No, I actually think I think Penny probably we we've talked about how he takes great pride in the defense. And I think last year he did not believe that they were well, and this team as long be, and athletic this team and is going defensively. To be long and and I think he's like, I'm fixing that. But then okay, so then I and I think all these things are good. The question is What do you do about bigs? And there, there will be more to be done there. That's fair. That's mm-hmm. clearly where they're adding still, right? They're adding bigs. And then shooters, point guard. Yeah. It, and, and, and let me ask you this fundamental question. One of the great things about last year, one of the things that made la- last year make sense in a way that all the previous years did not, was we had a clear pecking order. Yeah. And a true point guard. A true point guard, and then this. We talked about that a little yesterday. And this pecking order. Let mm-hmm. me ask you this right now: What is the pecking order of this team? The roster as currently established. What is the pecking order, including the the high school players coming in, the players who are who are coming back from last year, and the guys in the portal? I mean, to me, it seems likely that the pecking order begins with Caleb Mills and probably Mikey Williams. That to me seems where it's going to begin. I think that's the pecking order. What's weird is they kind of clash. I mean, they're kind of similar players, right? Right. They're yeah. So even there, there's a question within the pecking order. Sure. I, I guess I, I I'd say this. I think if you believe that Penny has, and I do, has grown as a coach and all of that, mm-hmm. it appears that next year is going to be more challenging. You would think than this than this year was. I think Just there's going to be the composition of the roster. I think there's right? going to have to be some team building exercises. Yeah. Um Paul Feinbaum was correct when last night he said Memphis should be in the Big 12 today. Believe it or not. Here's the actual quote. 
Memphis should be in the big tubes. He was uh, talking to the touchdown club. Uh, they're now having a spring. Uh, I think he's, he said something similar to Gabe last week as well. Memphis should be in the Big 12 today. I thought it was a gross mistake by the conference a couple of years ago to pass when they ended up not taking anyone in, and ultimately they did, of course. I think Memphis was perfect for that. By the way, you can read this piece. Frank Bonner has wrote about it, covered it last night for the Daily Memphian. Forget where my birth, birth certificate says that I'm from here and growing up here. I'm trying to look at this as someone who doesn't live here and really hasn't lived here since I was in high school. The University of Memphis is too big not to be elevated to where Houston is and to where other schools are. I think it's a real dilemma. The facilities are good enough. The democratic demographic here is big enough. The school is tradition. It has support, and it deserves to be in a better league. Believe it or not. I mean, I believe it. I also just recognize, like, that's not really how it works. How does it work? I mean, it's— How does it work? What, what do you think the issue is? I think the biggest issue— And where, where do you think things are by, right, right now? What's happening right now? Give us the lay of the land. So the biggest question is, is the Pac-12 in as big of a crisis as it seems with their television deal? The Pac-12. Correct. Right. They're, 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 they seem to be—and it's up when? So they're 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 supposed to negotiate before the start of the season. They've had deadlines that they were going to have, you know, supposedly right after football season ended. Then it was April one. Now they're saying, well, it's probably going to be the summer. So it keeps getting kicked down the road. The interesting aspect of it is George Klyavkov, who is the Pac-12 commissioner, is a television executive by trade, television entertainment's guy right. by trade. He clearly is not talking to people. So oftentimes what happens in the absence of information is you get increased speculation. And so the Big 12 is very willing to talk to media people. And so when you read a lot of the stories about the Pac-12 and this disaster scenario, well, it's largely coming from people that want the Pac-12 to fold. Because if the Pac-12 folds, then they believe they can strengthen their position by going adding... The so, so, so the, 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 there is no reason for the Big 12 to do anything now because everyone's waiting to see what happens with Correct. the Pac-12. If they fall apart, there will be schools from the, Pac, from the Pac-12 who will be liberated, who will be looking for a home, Correct. who will go to the Big 12, and they certainly then in those circumstances do not need Memphis. Correct. So the big question is, is the next round of realignment bringing people up, or is it getting leftovers. Is it shards of things that have exploded up in the exactly. sky? It, we're back to like the Southwest Conference days. Is it people trying to grab pieces from the Southwest Conference? It is true. I'll say this about Paul. He does not suck up. Like, that mm. is not something Paul does. Like, he is perfectly happy. There were days when the Memphis football program was an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. He would come all in local local Memphis radio and just excoriate it. Mm-hmm. And um, so he does not suck up. And I... I have always believed, like, I don't think Houston is a more compelling or Cincinnati or UCF is a more compelling product than Memphis, but whatever. Uh, that's where that's where we are. All right, Jeff, I got one for you. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Memphis should not reappoint Justin Pearson to the state legislature because the appointment would jeopardize the renovations to FedEx Forum and the stadium formerly known as the Liberty Bowl. Believe it or not. Yeah, I, I don't believe that, and not honestly because of the the politics of reinstating uh, Justin Pearson or not. Of course, he was one of the two uh, African Americans who were bounced from uh, the state legislature last week, and there will be um, one has already been has already been instated. In Nashville, the National Justin Jones has already been in state has already been reinstated uh, by the Nashville City Council. I think it is the Shelby County Commission meets tomorrow and can reinstate. This is on an interim basis, pending the new election, right? Um, and so they can they can reappoint. I think they're getting a legal opinion about it, but they can reappoint Justin Pearson on an interim basis. And there was some question floated. Memphis does this, is the state going to retaliate by taking away the $350 million that they have promised for FedEx Forum? And the indication is, Sam Hardiman from the Daily Memphian reports, um, that that is not so. 
from uh, Colin Sexton's spokesman, um, Cameron Sexton's spokesman. The, gov- the governor has proposed— Colin Sexton's a very different guy. Colin Sexton's very— the, the, uh, the, the governor has proposed $350 million for the Memphis stadiums in the budget. The speaker has been and will continue to be supportive of these projects. The House hasn't entered into budget negotiations with the Senate at this time. He is hopeful the funding will remain in when the final budget is presented on both floors. And so there doesn't seem to be any fear of that. And not only that— um, House Majority Leader William Lamberth and a Republican Caucus Chairman Jeremy Faison put out a statement today about these uh, about these two about Justin Pearson and and Justin Jones and the possibility that they will be reinstated. And this is what that statement said: Tennessee's Constitution provides a pathway back for expulsion. Should any expelled member be reappointed, we will welcome them. Like everyone else, they will be expected to follow the rules of the House as well as state law. So it feels like um, it feels like cooler heads are prevailing, and we can move on. That it's it feels like they will be reinstated, and uh, and cooler heads will have prevailed, and we can move on. The uh, here's one for you: the latest mock draft from Mel Kiper has the Tennessee Titans trading up to draft Anthony Richardson. If that happens, Tennessee fans should be excited. Believe it or not. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Why not? Why not? You know what? Sure. Why not? I mean, again, I have skepticism about Anthony Richardson. But I still like Josh Allen changed the Josh Allen right. changed the game for me. I'm not someone that believe like I have convictions, but I'm also not someone that's willing to go hand up. I was wrong. I was wrong about Josh Allen. Right. Well, I, I was listening to a podcast yesterday about this, and someone asked, "Is uh, is uh, you know who's being Josh Allen in this draft?" That was the question. But honestly, it's not just Josh Allen. He's the one, right? Mm-hmm. And, and 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 by the way, it doesn't always work. Look at San Francisco, sure. right? Look at look at Trey Lance. Like that, yeah. literally, people looked at Trey Lance. They thought, oh, small school out there in the West somewhere, and uh, not very good stats. Raw, Josh Allen, right? And it, it's, it hasn't worked Done. out that way. Hasn't worked out that way. But I think Jalen Hurts helps too, don't you? Like it's yeah. Her- but I will say the one difference though with Jalen Hurts, and again, a guy that I didn't love. Jalen Hurts played a ton of football and oh, won a it's, ton it's of games. It's very different. That is a very different. But you could argue the uh, the opposite. He has therefore proven in college that he can't be a passer in a way that Anthony Richardson, you can fool yourself, and you can argue that either way. Does, does as many games as he played in college football, it, does that make him more of a uh, uh, a polished product? Or does that make him like we know what he is and he's not what we want him to be? He won the second. Jalen Hurts yeah, won Jaylen the second. Yeah, Jalen second round, yes. That's why his contract's up sooner. That's why he's got he's, he's due the extension sooner because he's a second-round pick rather than getting the five-year deal as a first-round pick. The way, that, the, the, the way that Kuiper has the draft going, by the way, just so to, to fill in uh, some of the things in the first round, um, he has uh, uh, Bryce Young going first, um, as does Albert Breer in a, in a mock draft over at Sports Illustrated. Um, I'm also seeing... I went over to BetMGM, and now Bryce Young is, is the favored favorite. to be the number one pick. So why? What happened? More intelligence leaked out, or do you think they've do you think they've changed their mind, or more intelligence leaked out about what they might be doing, and they didn't really change their mind? They've really been probably Bryce Young all the way, or do you think they didn't know, and now it's being formulated, and so now we're? I think there's probably some agents here at work, and agents were getting the story out. You know, CJ. Panthers love CJ. They love big quarterbacks. And so that's the intel. And then now it's Bryce Young's turn to do the rounds, and now he's going to have all the momentum. Do you care, by the way, if you are the quarterback? It's fun being the first player taken. I got that, right? Sure. Do you have a strong preference for whether you end up in Carolina or Houston? Eh, To me, there's kind of the same. I think I would just say I prefer 
Carolina because I do think Frank Reich's a, a decent quarterback developer, and I'd rather be with them, whereas it feels like Houston's still going to be doing the ring around the rosy coach thing for a little bit. So I'd rather be at a place where, like, I do think the Panthers... Panthers want to win sooner, I think. Yeah, but I do think that they're more committed. I think they're more committed to Frank Wright. And so I, I would rather, I'd rather go with the guy that I think is going to be there longer. Anyway, so Stroud then goes second to the Texans. And then, for all you Titans fans out there, how many are there, Jeffrey? Millions. <laughs> Around the world. No, but in Memphis. Of I think our, it's, of this, our audience, I think of it's our, the second what, biggest. Don't what you? percentage of our listening audience who have a who have an sure. NFL team say my NFL team is the Titans? Probably twenty five percent. One in four doesn't that feel about right? Mostly, it's just scattered. Yes, right? we are, we are all, a smorgasbord of fandom. Who's one? Dallas. Most you think Dallas is one? I have I have since cowboy fandom waning in the city. I'm. Pittsburgh, maybe? I feel like I see more you know, more Steeler fans in Titans. I don't think there's more Steeler fans in Titans. I feel like I see more Steelers. I think Titans may be number one then. I mean, it's entirely possible. In a fractured in a balkanized yes. city. Anyway, they have the Titans going up to number three and taking Anthony Richardson. And to answer your question, why not? The why not would partly be, well, there's two why nots there. One is Anthony Richardson, what is he going to be? Mm-hmm. Like his he was not good in college. No. <laughs> like he had, he had good moments, but he, yes. he was not good in college. And, uh, and so that's one. And the second reason is, is that in order to go up, you're going to probably suck this year. Yep. And you're going to, there's no chance you can do that without giving up your first round pick next year in a quarterback richer draft. Why are you doing this for Anthony Richardson? You're going to have to give up. At least another first, and maybe and and some seconds, and like you mm-hmm. don't you don't do that if you're not. Paying I think the through problem the though is we, I don't think the Titans are going to be good. Vrabel just doesn't strike me as the guy that's going to let him be really bad. Yes, like going to be. Still, do you want to give up? Well, okay, that's fine. Maybe they'll have a, the twelfth pick in the draft next year. Do you want to give up this pick and next year's 12th pick and a second next year or you know whatever to go up and get Anthony Richardson? I think the question becomes, would I rather take the shot on Anthony Richardson or whoever ends up becoming the third guy next year? Like It seems clear to me that Caleb Williams and Drake May, in some order, are going to be this year's Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Those are going to be the two guys that I think go above all else. I watch a ton of college football. I don't know who's going to wind up being the third guy. And so you can talk yourself into, there's one thing about Anthony Richardson, like you cannot teach what he has. Right. He is touched by God. Uh, you were surprised that Super Mario Brothers just crushed it at the box office this Believe week. Believe it or not. And by the way, it, it, it is the biggest weekend of the year for any film. $204 million, uh, if you count the five. If you just count the weekend, it's $146 million. If you count, well, I guess it's Wednesday. It, it's the five days, right? Because it's, it's Wednesday open, I believe, was right. the then, term. Then it's two hundred and four million. The biggest of the year and the biggest ever animated, second biggest ever animated, behind two thousand sixteen, Finding Dory. When I went to watch Air this weekend, uh-huh. there were Super Mario characters at Everywhere. the theater, like they've been hired or something. They were there. You take picture with them, whatever else. I was like, what is happening here? And it turns out everyone wanted to see the Super Mario film. And it's, I guess, getting decent reviews for, like, what it is. Yeah, so am I surprised that it is... Did you grow up a Super Mario generation? When When is the sweet spot? Do people still play Super Mario? Uh, so the thing that was interesting... I never did. So, never in my life. So Nintendo and Super Nintendo were, like, the first consoles that I had, but I was really a part of the Sega generation. Which is when? Before or after? Like, it's right after Super... So Sega Genesis really competed hard with Super Nintendo and... Super Nintendo is Super Mario. Correct. Okay. So Mario's Sega Genesis a, competed with Super Nintendo. Correct. And they had Sonic as their mascot versus Mario, which was Nintendo. So it went, when... And the and the biggest Mario fans, the biggest period was was when so, was right before you right. or after you? It's twofold. So it's the people right before me. So the people that are probably closer to forty 
are are more Nintendo Mario people. But then Sega lost massive market share, and then Nintendo had Mario Brothers, Super Smash Bros. Like Mario had this giant renaissance with kids that are younger than me. So that would be probably who's late going 20s, to see this 30. damn movie besides everybody, parents and kids. Parents, what age parents? I think parents that are probably early 30s, early 40s, and then kids now. They're certainly going to see it. I mean, that's. am I surprised that it's this big of a smash? Yes. Am I surprised that it's being really successful? No. It's the era of nostalgia. Everything was better once upon a time. Well, it's just, <laughs> let's be honest. Like, Everything well, was better once anytime upon a time. You go th- that's like, not true, by the way. What's better now? Tell me something that's better now. Um, in life, anything cars that is cars, cars are, are clearly safer now. now, like cheaper, safer. Everything, everything. about cars is better yeah. now. They, they got better gas mileage. Yes. They got better entertainment yes. systems. Cars are better now. Yes, I, 